Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And we got hundreds of comics for a quarter apiece. Uh, but first, uh, I want to invite you guys to like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available. Uh, what that does is helps mitigate the kayfabe effect for you. When we talk about comics, people often run to Amazon, to eBay, to get the cheapest copies of those comics that we uh, sing our praises over. By the end of that day, those comics are very expensive if, if you could find them online at all. That is the kayfabe effect. Also, uh, if you guys are so kind as to watch these videos in total, that will uh, goose the YouTube algorithm, pushes our video content out to people who have not yet seen our uh, YouTube videos, helps us grow our numbers. We hit 60,000 subscribers this past week. Thank you guys uh, very much for that. But the ultimate goal is 600,000 subscribers, so we do have a ways to go, uh, so we need to hit those numbers. Now, Jimmy, past week, man, there was about a two-week uh, run of the, uh, the, 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 the Ides comics uh, sale that goes on in town. Ides celebrating their 50th anniversary of uh, being a comic shop uh, here, here in Pittsburgh, and uh, around tax time, they always have their, their annual sale. And uh, one of the things you could do when you go down to the comic section, a three-floor store, top floor has more adult material and movie ephemera or something, paperback books. The, the, the ground level store has like dollar comics that were 60% off. I got a whole bunch of those aside from this. <laughs> but then you go downstairs into the dungeon where like the bulk of the back issues and stuff is. That is uh, one of the most important places where I develop my comics education because underneath the stairs in the basement would be the cheapest copies of like comics that you could find marvels dc's whatever and uh they have these sections these cheap coverless comics uh that they have man and it's like you know on the back you see what the stuff costs you know a dollar 25 cents whatever they, they've increased they it used to be like the place where you could put together full complete 1970s kirby runs of like commandy or eternals for like 50 cents 70 cents they would write weird numbers too like it'd be like 45 cents yes. 40 cents yes. 35 cents and it's like how are you arriving at this number yeah 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 well i went to their coverless books and i was like jimmy will you just just sell the, these boxes to me i got two boxes we're this is one box of stuff right here and he's like uh you know like here's a price and he's like you know some of them are two dollars i'm like you wrote that price <laughs> It's not two dollars. Like you wrote that price on the back. Like what? Like like give me a deal. And 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 we arrived at a price, comes to about a quarter a piece. And I look through just a little bit. I have no idea what's in these stacks, uh, except for I did see a couple of things. I think the crown jewel and one of the pieces that's going to go at the top of the list for us to do episodes on uh, this issue of Blast Off, uh, the Three Rocketeers story. It's it's Jack Kirby inked by Al Williamson. Talk about a dream team. Man. So, like, we'll just give it a quick look. But also, there's two Ali Williamson stories solely, like, in the back here. So, we got a lot of comics to go through. This one is is definitely getting pulled. But I uh, implore the kayfabe audience, when we go through stuff, you call something out. If it has some kind of significance that we're not aware of, we pull that. We do episodes about that. That's that's the game we play here. Man, we haven't done this for, for quite a while, Jimmy. But... uh some of the stuff as i was looking through i'm seeing like russ heath so i'm seeing joe kubert so i'm seeing ogden whitney love ogden whitney. this is like primo looking wally woodwork beautiful wally wood from uh, the dc horror books you know 
and I'm I hoping mean, there's a few more of these horror books in this stack because this is something that I don't have much of. Yes. But anytime I've gotten an issue, there's some really good artists that come through those horror books. Yes. Uh, uh, Jack, uh, Joe Kubert's stuff. And then, you know, you'll get, you get a Kirby Commandy or something in there. So, like, we're going to just start digging through some piles. And uh, let's see what the hell we got here, Jimmy. So to start, little 87th Precinct, but not the Bernie Krigstein issue, right? Yeah, not not Kriegstein, but uh, we do have those in our in our collection somewhere. So, cheer for that one, and, and we'll dig that one out. A lot of weird looking kids comics, unknown worlds. If you could put these like cartoony comics, yeah, I'm trying other trying pile. to figure out uh, sorting some of this stuff. <laughs> and then there will be like some classic illustrated types, T Tim Holt, whatever that is. Like when you get so stuff like this, it's like. It just furthers your education. It's stuff that you don't know. So now you're going to have a sample of Bob Swift, Superboy comics from 1962. It's really cool to see all the genres that you pull out too. You know, like we've gone through Western and horror and kids, the kids stuff, like these genres just disappeared at some point, maybe in the 60s or so. So that's kind of neat seeing all of that sample. Howard the Duck 13 with Gene Colon, Colon artwork. Very nice. There's a lot of amazing Spider-Mans in this shit. guest starring. Amazing Spider-Man. The Mouseketeers, whatever that is. This shit is always funny, huh? Rin Tin Tin. Which artists do we have here? Man, You'll get like your Rick Estrada's. Mort Drucker draws some of these weird war comics. Captain Carrot. Moon Knight. Man-Thing. Bill Sienkiewicz Moon Knight pulling out. Yeah, that Moon Knight with the overprinting. Yeah, these are uh, amazing. These Tarzans could be... Uh, strange cross-section. That's, that's Jesse Marsh Tarzan. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty cool. And then the later period ones, you'll get like Russ Manning ones. Yeah, the Jesse Marsh Tarzans, there are so many pros that sing his praises. Absolutely. Unknown Worlds. Darby O'Gill, I think, is somebody that Warren Bernard talked about putting a, a run together. <laughs> How hard it is. <laughs> a lot of Silver Age DC here, man. Some old Superboys. Here goes some horrors. Witching Hour. You'll get Toth in these. That looks like Toth. It does, right? Like, But there's like some weirdness to it. There might be an anchor or something on that. Yeah, man. There surely is 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 Toth in the stacks, no doubt. I'll do some Michael Fleischer Jonah Hexes, man. We're going uh, uh -oh. to have to dig through some of those. These might be depraved. Exhibit A's, man. <laughs> uh, this has to be Charlton, right? The Fightin' Five. With that lettering? Yeah, that, that looks Charlton. like a Charlton. <laughs> a machine on the lettering. Pink Panther comic. Some Tarzans that aren't Jesse Marsh. Dennis the Menace. Like, this could be one of uh, Al Wiseman or... Uh, fuck, who's the other guy? Wiseman's the one I know of, and I always just look for, like, wrinkles in his pants yeah. to figure out if that's him or not. Challenges of the Unknown, 61, but not a Kirby. Some romance joints. A Gil Kane Star, Star Trek comic. This could be interesting. Man, he's such a good drawer. 
Charlton Wyatt. I think this is a Toth. Oh, that's sick. I'm pretty sure. Sick. Put that in a, a separate pile, a good pile. We'll investigate that further. Yeah, Gil Kane. That's cool. Weird War Tales. You got to keep your eyes peeled for these things, man, because this is where you get uh, Frank Miller's like early stuff. Look at that Alex Nino, dude. Nino's so good. What it says? It says Joe Orlando. What? That's. He'd be editing, right? I guess. Writing maybe. Look at that stuff, man. You just did not see that in your every. Your you every think he's day. coloring that himself? It looks that like that coloring it, right? looks really good. It, it looks much better special. than your average coloring. You know what? He probably like that I'm, looks I'm, thoughtful. I'm thinking of that Moby Dick, and mm -hmm. it would have like a similar treatment. That's a good looking comic. Yeah, man. it is, man. Oh, dude, a Gene Day Master of Kung Fu. Awesome. Awesome. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that Ed Piscor and I make. So here's a rundown of what is available. Hulk, Grand Design, Monster, and Madness, a retelling of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk, is available in comic shops everywhere right now, including some very cool variant covers by Peach Momoko, Jeff Darrow, Ed McGinnis, Marcos Martin, and cartoonist Kayfabe's own Ed Piscor, in addition to my covers. You can also find The Deadly Scroll Live, Street Angel, and a variety of oversized hardcovers from Image Comics, Homeless Ninja on a Skateboard, and The Plain Janes, uh, one of the first young adult graphic novels published here in the United States about a bunch of high school artists that get in trouble around their town doing public art. From Ed Piscor, Red Room, the antisocial network collecting the first series of uh, Red Room comics, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit, Trigger Warnings, Red Room's second season now in stores. Two or three issues available already and uh, a fourth one on the way coming soon. Banned in uh, 22 countries and 10 comic book shops, but those shops will still order these comics. You just may have to ask for them by name. They may come uh, out from under the counter whenever you ask for those wrapped in a brown paper bag. He's also the originator of the Grand Design series. There are three oversized Beautiful volumes of X-Men Grand Design currently available wherever books and comics are bought and sold, as well as Hip Hop Family Tree, four oversized volumes of this hip hop history and available in deluxe box sets, very nice box sets, and WYSIWYG, a history of computer hacking, available wherever books and comics are sold. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. I'm going to put that in a good pile. <laughs> Some more of that Wyatt Earp so many westerns and yeah. those things did continue on i mean into the 70s i do know that there is uh some some of the jack davis marvel uh cowboy comics that's nice i have some of those in my collection and i often think like that'd be something to look at on here bob rosakis karen berger's husband art director at uh dc comics did some writing mystery in space whatever Rawhide Kid, you know we ain't looking for the Larry Liebers, man. We're looking for the J the Jack Kirby's, but often you'll get like a Jack Kirby in the backup, even. Yeah, Joe Manili and some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, we'll be seeing some Joe Manili's here. My Greatest Adventure. You'll get interesting Toth and stuff in here. Yeah, that's. A I mean, not fun not Toth, but uh, Russ Heath. Russ I Heath. like whenever the genre artists will do genres they're not associated with. Yeah. I always think of Pete Morisi doing like horror comics or something at Charlton, but there's something great about it, you know, like you know what these guys do, and then to see them doing aliens, it's like, what? Gorgeous backgrounds in yeah, this thing. Yeah, it's beautiful man. building architecture. Tom yeah, I hope Hawk. the people watching at home are calling out some of the artists of yes. these pieces. Yes. So please. hard to find credits in, in a lot of these old comics. 
Teen Titans and Justice League of America. I swear to God, I'm putting together a whole run of uh, <laughs> of, of like the Silver Age version of that stuff. Arnold Drake, Jonah Hex. Michael Fleischer, Jonah Hex. Yeah, quite a few Jonah Hexes in this pile. Some more of that Larry Lieber. Nepotism comics. <laughs> Nepotism comics. You'll get Doug Wildy. Yeah, this is Doug Wildy on these Outlaw Kids, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, really that's nice really stuff. nice looking. Doug Wildy, of course, doing Rio in later years as a Western that's you know highly rendered and stuff, but cool to see him doing more of the pen and ink, uh, this kind of style. And he's he does every strip. That's a good, that's a fine. I would put that in the uh, in the good pile. Yeah, yeah, he does those outlaws. Very kids. cool. What a different look, too, you know, to go from Manili or Kirby to, uh, it's, it's very different, the Doug Wowdy stuff. Beetle Bailey, Bat Masterson, some Mickey Mouse comic, but it's not from the strips. It's, you know, so it's not like Floyd Godfordson or somebody. Oh, two copies. Why don't you take one, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Two coverless copies. Yeah, man. Men in space, admiring each other's rockets. Of course. A little phallic. <laughs> little Lulu, 147. Is that John Stanley? I believe all the Little Lulus are Stanley, right? I, I, I do not know that. <coughs> that is the other piece that comes with uh, looking at coverless comics, uh, if you have any kind of allergen. It is true. So we'll put that to the side. Look at, look at the uh, these two panels. Wow. Like with the silhouette That's and then so the cloud. sick, man. Yeah, like, really good dust, rendering, like right? dusty. That's what's coming off of these right now. Some tubby. That could be Stanley in there. Yeah. Bugs Bunny comics. Man, John Stanley comics are those comics to read before bed. Yes. Lolly and Pepper. Never heard of that. <laughs> no. We're Probably not John Stanley <laughs> on the Lolly and Peppers. Little Audrey and Melvin. Huckleberry Hound. Gunsmoke, Dell Comics. You would oh, see these in like uh, the Overstreet Guide. There were so many licensed, like if it was a TV show, Dell Comics published a version of it at some point. How about that figure? I think that's a great splash. Yeah. Yeah, these like House of Secrets and Ghosts and House of Mysteries, that would be the tryout space for like different cartoonists like look at alfredo alcala looking hard as fuck that's beautiful and look at that creature <laughs> looks like rubber johnny you have to show off the back cover of this one too before you're done <laughs> <laughs> jim Muscles. what you doing in there 50 cents on this one skinny guys hey I feel like those House of Mysteries and stuff were also a place where like the non-house style guys could yeah. show off yeah uh, Frank Robbins written Batman comic, not See, drawn. Okay. Not this one, but I, he does draw. Yeah, he has a run on that Batman, and I know people that swear by that run. Yes. Very wet looking. <laughs> comic album, some Bugs Bunny shit, more Bugs Bunny shit. Uh, Archie 113 has the potential to Harry be Lucy. Harry Lucy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he's in the hundreds, so I think that's a Harry Lucy. One of the great figure artists, uh, somebody the Hernandez brothers turned turned us on to. Yes, Blondie, straight from the uh, strips. Man, I must have a couple dozen 2030 Turok comics. <laughs> and you know what? Fucking the Valiant ones are cooler. And wow. that's a bad thing. Yeah, that's not a compliment. <laughs> Fox and Crow I know from uh, the comics by Les Daniels. 
Wes Daniels really sings the praises of these. And these are from 1960. Hmm. Pretty old stuff. Man. Isn't it crazy? It's like, what is that, 60 year old comics? Fuck. Yeah. Oh, you were talking about this man, the Inferior Five. Yeah, I had a reprint of them in like a digest when I was a kid, one of my early comics. And this is number seven. Yeah, there's one where the Hulk shows up. I can't remember what number it is, but it's an early one. But yeah, I mean, it's a comedy team, you know? Amazing Adventures. That's a pretty badass splash. Yeah, it is, man. Who does it? Amazing Adventures. I don't know. Pete Craig Russell? Doesn't look like his stuff at Oh, all. shit. There's a new, that, that's a new Adams face, I feel like. Maybe working out of his studio. Yeah, like, that feels new Adams-ish. hate when they bury the credits real deep. Art by New Adams and Howard Chaikin. Wow. Yeah, we're going to put this in the, in the, uh, in a good, the good pile. pile. <laughs> More Fox and Crow. I'm real curious about these, man. Because the story that's in comics by Les Daniels is good. I'm uh, probably going to find a lot of classics illustrated in here. Zane Gray's Knights of the Range. I wonder how close in age and uh, career-wise Howard Chaikin and Neil Adams are. Good I picked question. up that. Is it Stars My Destination? It's like that early graphic novel that Howard Chaikin painted. Mm. Um, I might be thinking of a different title, but I picked that up recently in this in this comics buying binge that we were on a right. couple weekends ago, and uh, and it's beautiful and it's amazing, and I could see that being something where like, yeah, I'm sure he and Neil Adams would talk about these ideas of making cutting edge comics. Right. And, uh, it still looks really awesome today. Kit Carson, Tarzan. Gunga. Actually, some really good art in here. <laughs> Don't speak too soon. <laughs> yeah, Masters like of Kung Fu 112. Sweet. An Alex Saviak Green Lantern comic. <laughs> sea Hunt. That is it, some foreshortening. It's ridiculous that they have Sea Hunt comics. No, but but it was popular enough that Goodman Beaver did a sea hunt parody dodo and the frog i don't know that one i like that splash page a lot 1948 wow on this sucker that's a wild style right it is man yeah that's pretty attractive looking it is 1948 too man that's 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 a different era for making comics you know it, now you're going back 75 years adventure comics uh, 417, 1972, like you have the potential to have um, Jim Shooter written stories in this era. So K Faber's uh, Adventure Comics 417, is that a Jim Shooter? Because if it is, like that's always worth covering. Ah, uh, dude, this stuff is Frazetta, I think, the Shining Knight stuff. Really? This one might not be, but I know he, he did fly, these Flying Knight comics. This might be. I don't know. Marvel Classic Comics, Jekyll and Hyde, Nestor Redondo. It's kind of like that uh, Moby Dick. Mm -hmm. These are so strange with the uh, typeset yes. and everything. This is, uh, you know, trying to look like the classic illustrated. It's trying to look, I don't know, more sophisticated. I think there was a paperback of these things. Like it, it, it feels like a weird format. Mm -hmm. Like like this, there's a, a different kind of margin than than we're used to. Some more uh, Mickey Mouse, Goofy. Some uh, propaganda comics from General Electric. I love those. 
I'm that actually, might not even be coverless. Like that might be the yeah. they would do a lot of self covers with those things. Wow! Look at that montage. Love it. This is the people who clean and press your comics for uh, CGC to try to get you to, to get you <laughs> up a grade. You know, this would also be stuff that would pay much better than your regular comic book rates. Yeah, I'm doing a kind of educational comic motif on something, so I'm gonna have to set that to the side. Betty and Me '76 might be a Dan DiCarlo or something. House of Secrets, 70. Never know who will pop up in these things, man. Wow, this is some weird looking shit. How about that, Jim? Yeah, I like that a lot. A text piece? Definitely strange. Wow. Illustrated by Gray, Gray Morrow. Morrow. I think Gray Morrow is a little underappreciated. I usually like the stuff I come across of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, he's, he's, he's so academically sound that it could be, it runs the risk of being boring. Yeah. Swamp Thing number 12. After uh, Bernie Wrightson goes away, Nestor Redondo comes into the mix. Some kid Colts with That's Jack some range Keller. from uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde to Swamp Thing for yeah. Nestor Redondo. Yes, kid Colt Outlaw with uh, Jack Keller. Batman 235, 71. Irv Novak on the arts. House of Yang. That's another Charlton, right? Yeah, right. And there would be the stuff where it would have like the newspaper. <laughs> they were so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> they were so cheap. Printed and distributed themselves. Yeah. That's amazing. It's kind of shocking they go out of business. I know, because it's like the overhead seems low. Yeah, and, and like distribution is where a lot of companies really get hosed. And if you're doing it yourself, maybe they weren't very good at it. Right, right. Uh, this is John Byrne something. Alpha Flight 27. Wow. Two Gun Kid, Rawhide Kid, Charlton comic called The Myth. It fits right in there with these uh, with these westerns. It does. A Porky Pig comic with some kind of mold issues. Yeah, it looks like pigs would enjoy that one. That might be a uh, throw outer. Yeah, yeah you're that, right. The mold is the thing that you just can't. Hard to keep the moldy issues. Can't fucks with it. Migrated Adventure. That's DC, right? It is DC. Howard the Duck, issue eight. Gene Colon with Steve Lee Aloha. Put together your Howard the Duck run. Yeah. I have a Howard the Duck pulled. I think it's around issue 14 or 16. And it was like, I guess, a deadline issue. But it's this Steve Gerber, like, mostly text yes. issue and two-page spreads. Yes. Really bizarre. Probably one of the weirder comics Marvel have ever published. House of Mystery 102. <laughs> X-Men 18. How out of place does that look? <laughs> wow. Flash 193, 1969 with Ross Andrew Art before he, he's on uh, Spider-Man. Pretty cool to see. That has that kind of uh, toth look. It does. Jerry Grandinetti, man, the guy who fucking drew in like Detective Comics issue one. Wow. That looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's. He he could come up with some real arresting imagery. A Jack Kirby story, face behind the mask. <laughs> That's like Simon Kirby era looking shit. Yeah, I wonder if those are reprints. It has of, to be uh, old stuff. Has to be. 
You never know what you're going to get with these, man. You can't sleep on them. Super Friends, man, with Ramona Fre Fredon. That's, that's sick as fuck. Yeah, it's super cool. I mean, her shit <laughs> was better than... Um, these these comics were, were more fun and cooler than Justice League of America comics. I picked up... One of the books that I picked up at the cell was about, like, 60s... Um, kind of like schlocky kind of superhero go-go I think it was called as two more publication I believe and there's an interview with her talking about like metamorpho yeah and uh really interesting story you know her story atypical of like the comic book artist you know like like according to the interview they called her to bring her back for this metamorpho you know because she had left comics or whatever and not 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 your typical jobber <laughs> uh Batman 207 Batman 248 Detective Comics, 423, another Frank Robbins written story, Bob Brown on arts. Bob Brown drew an early Daredevil that I that I got hold of, like around 215, I want to say, but that might not be the exact number. That It always, like, haunted me. It was very disturbing. It was one of those things where, like, I couldn't believe somebody drew it, you know? It was really, seemed better than you could draw. Some old Blackhawk, when DC got hold of it, 1960. But wait, that's not all. So here's some more Blackhawk 151. Ooh, I think we got got another good Masters of Kung Fu. Ah, oh, dude, look at this spread. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That Gene Day shit. Badass, man. That guy, that guy put his whole spirit into these comics. Yeah, his run on Masters of Kung Fu, it's really impressive. Mike Grell, Dead Man, or Phantom Stranger. Arnold Drake on the writing. Oh man, this is an old Gil Kane, fucking Green Lantern, 1967. Yeah, it looks like Gil Kane starting to be Gil Kane. He does, yeah. I mean, that's his Hulk. Yeah, it really is. That's a great looking Hulk. Get your green markers out, Ed. <laughs> wow, I want to read this one. Yeah, it looks good. Gonna put that one to the side. Tales of the New Teen Titans. <laughs> Completing your run. Batman 240. This is George Perez Gene Day on inks. Oh, sick. That's quite a team. Yeah, it is. Because it's two, two line dudes. Beowulf. Secrets of the Sinister House with uh, Alfredo Alcala. That guy's such a fucking slinger, dude. He really is. It's another one of those that I don't, I don't know what his masterpiece is to give, you know, his just due. But man, he's good from page to page. Yeah. Never sleeps, man. Another Phantom Stranger. Casper comic or Richie Rich. The Iliad by Homer, illustrated by Alex Bloom. In 60 slate pages. Got a John, John Byrne Fantastic Four in the mix. Issue 244. NASA. Never heard of it. Dell comic. Jonah Hex. Dave Michelini. Byrne was on his game. Marvel Team-Up. Spider-Man and the Devil Slayer. I don't even know that character, man. No. Another one of these came by. If you want this Gil Kane Star Trek, man, take it. This is a double? Yeah. I see a lot of uh, a lot of Chaikin in like those legs and boots, you I, know, and an and influencer, somebody that he was, uh, you know, worked with. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see some of that. And Jim did not take the comic, by the way. <laughs> He's leaving it in the file. 
<laughs> bunch of Marvel uh, and Charlton Western stuff. Archie's Madhouse. Brothers Ghost. Scooby-Doo comic. Scooby-Doo. The Human Fly. Did you ever see anything on The Human Fly? I have a run of The Human Fly. I think I have a complete run. And then I've seen videos of him, like, duct-taped or whatever to the airplane. <laughs> about killing Getting him. pelted with uh, raindrops at 200 miles per hour. 500 miles per hour. Yeah, not, not a good uh, experience for, for the human fly. Hey, look at flip that open once. I, I dig this art a lot. Yeah, man. It's really good looking. That's think... that Brothers Ghost. It's a Western publication, but look at that car driving off the cliff and stuff. No panel borders. You can see how off-registration the colors are probably need those panel borders but good looking comic right yeah not bad at all definitely from that school that's like stan drake like artograph projector trace mm -hmm. photo school yeah bits of it very pete marisi at, at certain points you know like photo reference look but and then when the guy has, actually like, has sophistication to draw. you know yeah, it looks totally. like, a, like it could be older comics look what happens sure. when he has yeah, to draw right? though <laughs> <laughs> the brother's ghost <laughs> a dazzler comic Dick Ayers drawn Outlaw Kid. Seeing him do the whole bit himself, that'd be an interesting thing to check out. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Some nice silhouette action. Man, pity these guys that draw horses. Look at this shit, man. The Magic Servants. What in the hell is that? Look at that guy. Wow. It's fun when you come across a book like this where it's just like, what is this? There was like a stretch out, like a, like a Plastic Man character. Yeah, like, man. what is that? <laughs> no indicia, so you have no idea where that's coming from. Jeet, here, where is this coming from? <laughs> I, I know you know, sir. Joe Paluca presents Humphrey. Wow, that's got to be an Puckalist. old one. Yeah, uh, what, let's see. 1943. Wow, older than I would have expected. I don't even know how to file that. 43 is an <laughs> old one. Tarzan of the Apes. It's so interesting, these books that are a little bit of a different style. Like, this isn't what catches on, but it's, it's you know, it has that, like, more mature look. Yeah. You know, it feels like if, if the comics code wasn't just neutering these comics, like, you might have been able to have some team that would do adult comics. Looks like we got a little John Severin in this uh, Our Fighting Forces comic. Yeah, that's definitely Severin. Really, really cool. He's so good. He really is, man. Shit. Defenders. Kid Colt Outlaw. Those look like they're drawn quick. Another Ross Andrew Flash comic. Some more of that Doug Wilde, the Outlaw Kid stuff. I like that stuff a ton. Wyatt Earp, Dick Ayers on the art duties there. This E.R. Cruz dude's a bad motherfucker, man. Yeah. Another one of those Filipino cats. It's hard to describe, but like, you know what the Filipino style is when you see it. And it's hard to describe what that is, man. Extra right. hatching, a, a, a lot of um, value in, in, in like lighting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a great title too, The Creator of Evil. The, That's this, a good splash page. This lettering is from that crowd also. Justice League of America, probably Mike Sikowski. He seemed to be the guy to, to do most of that shit. Look at these characters, dude. It's so clean. Yeah. 
That's a DC aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Clean and static. Voyage to the bottom of the sea. Kid Cold Outlaw by this Jack... This Jack Keller guy, man, had a whole career on these fucking cowboy comics. Looks like he drew them in like a week. <laughs> yeah. Rawhide Kid. Very disturbing looking Goldilocks in the Three Bears. Bizarre. Detective Comics uh, 427, another Frank Robbins joint. 434, another Frank Robbins joint. Didn't realize that Frank Robbins wrote that much Batman. Me neither. Uh, Giant Size Dracula number 5. Interesting. Because it's like a side note kind of comic, I guess. That art looks pretty good, too. Yeah, is that Rudy Nabriz? I don't know. It looked like it. It's very impressive looking, whoever it is. I gotta, I gotta see if, I gotta see if my my chalks are <laughs> solid, man. Yeah, I couldn't pick Rudy Nabriz out. Come on, man. Oh no, it's burning Nabriz inking. There you go. Yeah, wow. dude. It's a good. They're a good match. <laughs> Doing horror. Strange. De uh, Defenders comic. Um, Jughead. The Archie spinoffs are some of the stranger comics. Not so sure about them. There's a Nancy from 48. That's nice. Was Stanley drawing those? Right oh, I don't know. The comics? Yeah, I don't know anything. A warlord. What the hell is that? Dilton Dolly. Whatever the fuck that is. Sunset Strip. Don't know it. Yeah, that's one of those um, licensed like TV tie-ins. Oh, think. okay. Wings of Death, man. It's a Weird War Tales with a George Evans story. That's pretty cool. Korg, Pat Bouillette. Former news broadcaster. <laughs> Anchorman. Moonlighting on fucking cow caveman comics. Weird Mystery Tales. Chip and Dale comic. Phantom Stranger. I want some of those Michael Fleischer joints, man. I want to see what he's about. Eclipso One. I think I have this with a cover on it somewhere. Mm. Yeah, what kind of paper is this stuff in, in 92? Such weird discoloration. Yeah. Don Heck on Justice League of America. <laughs> Poor Don Heck. Poor Don Heck. Classics. Dude, that's, a bit, that's the most badass Abraham Lincoln... Yeah, man, background Image ever. pro wrestler, right? Yeah, dude, they used to stretch each other <laughs> in, the, in the camps, man. <laughs> Gotta love Classics Illustrated. They used to stretch each other. He never slept in the bed with his wife either, man, so you take that for what it, what it is. Bugs Bunny. Big, thick one. Blondie. Secret Agent, issue one. From Poughkeepsie, New is. York. It ain't Secret Agent X9. Oh, dude, it's fucking, uh, it's, um, Magoo? Magooin. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah, licensed uh, Before the Prisoner, right? Yeah. You know the song. Sing it, Jim. <laughs> I don't know the song. There's the one episode, though, where he goes undercover in Russia, right? Oh, I don't know. And he's, uh, it's like an American town. It's kind of like a prisoner. It's like a prototype of the prisoner episode, but it's from Secret Agent. That's sick, dude. 
some more classic kids comics, man. We got Woody Woodpecker. We got a little Audrey. Lassie. Porky Pig. These things are from like 60 and earlier. Yeah. Everything was licensed, man. If it was on TV, there was a comic book of it. Civil War. Now, there is a Civil War Classics Illustrated that's Kirby, but this is not it. I didn't know that there was a uh, Kirby Civil War. I think so. I don't think I'm speaking fables. There's that Pompeii issue of Classics Illustrated that they did. Some Duck comics that I don't think are uh, Carl Barks. Starfire or whatever. (laughs) Bonanza comics. Sometimes the splash pages are amazing. And then the ones that aren't, like, they're so... They miss by such a wide margin. Carmine Infantino and Gene Day uh, on this Star Wars comic. Interesting Gene... Wow, that's pretty cool. Looking. Yeah, that's wild shit. Yeah, even that top panel. I like that one, too. Gene Day kind of kind of modernizes Carmine Infantino. I like this pairing. Yeah, I like that line work that he's bringing. Yeah. I'm going to read this one. That's Archie Goodwin on the Man, writing. I wonder if you're the... Uh, if you're an inker like that and you're coming up, if, if the idea is, like, you got to got to have some kind of style, you know, like do something original. Right. Try to stand out. This Jack Keller fella again. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Pieces are just falling off these books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reptosaurus versus the Red Star. You think this is a commie propaganda gimmick? Oh, man, that's got to be Charlton, right? It is definitely Charlton. But I'm saying red star. Oh, I see. I see a heck is that? hammer and sickle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good silhouette. <laughs> yeah, the the one piece in the whole comic trace from a photo. <laughs> right. That's what I meant. <laughs> Jeez. Outlaw kid, Dick Ayers, Jack Abel, and the inks on that one. A Len Wein flash. Prez comic. Is that Joe Simon? Uh, I think it is. Joe Simon and Jerry Grandinetti, that old school dude. I'm gonna read this one. See what Joe Simon's doing in the 70s? That's green team time. It is. Larry Lieber. Restless Gun. Weak title. The Rebel. Whack. Quick Draw McGraw. The Teen Titan comic, number two. Uh, Captain Storm. Man, that's like a wannabe Joe Kubert or something. That's some weird-ass art. That is strange. I guess people are always imitating people, right? Yeah. Do you think that's Joe Kubert penciling or something? I, I don't. don't like, 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 editorially, he'll step in and do stuff, but none of those lines look like him. Tom Sawyer comic. Did Kubert always ink himself? Yeah, I think so. That's a that I feel like that's a telling move. Right, kid. Yeah. Although what it's telling maybe is that he does a lot of his drawing in the ink stage. A Darkhawk comic? I get so mad when I get a more <laughs> modern one. Yeah, they look funny. Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man number 68. I liked Darkhawk whenever I was a kid. It was one of those like you get on board when it first starts and it's, you know, that's your character. Right, totally. Barton Street. Whatever the fuck. Strange suspense stories. See, on these kind of things, you might get a uh, Ditko. Wow. Ladies walking around with a bazooka. <laughs> and a little Cthulhu's. We get no Ditko in that one. House of Secrets. Never know, man. Yeah, it's true. 
I love how Arkikua Johnson was walking around with a um list of like all the Toth like all the Toth comics that are out there. Here's a Toth joint. Weird War Tales number ten. I don't know if I know this story. You would if DC collected all of his comics. That's Jim. right. That's right. If they just listened to their great editor Mark Chiarello. <laughs> Your Cruz on one of those. Our Fighting Forces. Not Cubert. Not interested. Jetsons. Fucking John Wayne comic. Wow. War Wagon. <laughs> He's got a bloated ass head. It looked like some, Kurt, uh, good silhouettes in there. It looked too. like Kurt Russell. Dell. Or uh Yeah, not Kurt Russell. Uh, uh Kurt Douglas. Kurt, yeah. Kurt Douglas. Lone Ranger. Buster Brown, nineteen fifty nine. Buster Brown, I think that's like a RF out cult. Uh, com comic character uh, Warren brought some like 1900 books Jeez. and you know there's the Buster Brown shoe and shit uh -huh. like in like what a strange brand and, and we commented that like of course that kid got his ass beat <laughs> yeah wearing that little hat like that what's he think he's gonna do Bob Hope comics 1960 you never know man you there there might be a um, new Adams in there yeah little iodine that's part of those Harvey comics. Yeah. Dark Horse reprinted a bunch of those things. Um, uh, maybe like 2010 around that time. Here. And a big giant uh, Little Lulu. Those are great. Little Lulu and Tubby in Hawaii. So the, Ooh. hot off the... Uh, Dennis the Menace. The Dennis the Menace craze, man. Man, didn't see a lot of Hawaii there. Maybe <laughs> as they get further along in their adventure. I didn't even know that existed, which maybe is damning <laughs> of the thing. Let's breeze through the last couple piles here, man. Cowboy comic. The Unexpected, Johnny Peril. Sid Shores draws a comic called Gunhawks. Man, he's a, he's a Golden Age Marvel dude. That stuff looks pretty good. Yeah. Tarzan... Uh, looks like it might have uh, some Russ Manning, and then it falls apart. I think that's Jesse Marsh. Exactly. When it falls apart, it's Jesse Marsh. You're going to get hate comments on your Jesse Marsh stance. JRJR X-Men comic. Archie and Me. North Star One. Larry Lieber, Stan Lee, the Nepotism comics, published yeah. by their uncle, <laughs> Combat <laughs> Kelly. Wow, there's some good stuff in here, man. This is an Atlas comic. Like I was gonna say, man, I thought that looked like Joe Manili, and it and it actually really might be. Yeah. Like that. Atlas, what years? Oh, that? dude, it's even better. This is Dave Berg, the guy who does the lighter side of in Mad. You know, that wow, real placid, yeah. boring looking stuff. He actually could draw cool shit. I'm going to put that to the side. Yeah, there's no indicia. Yeah, there's no indicia to, to give us. I don't know when Atlas inside. changes its name. That's something I'm sure we can get filled in in the comments. Some kind of raw, raw war shit. Some good 
good panels there, like some of those airplanes. Yeah. Don't know the publisher or anything. Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Frank Springer. That's quite a splash page. <laughs> yeah. Wow, there's I like a bunch of this stuff. That's that's wild. Yeah, the foreshortening on that height. Yeah, monitor. like that that splash page. <laughs> Twisted. Donald Duck. Fury, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, that's a horse. Don't mess with Fury. This is a uh, faucet. It's cool getting a bunch of these different publishers. Yeah. Because this is stuff you just don't see in back issue bins usually. Action Comics 375, 1969. Yeah, like I just gave a real quick glance and was just like, fuck it, let me get it all. I should have pulled out those Doug Wildies. That would be one to uh, visit a little more closely. Yeah, yeah, I got I got a, a bunch. Here's Joe Manili. The Doug Wildy might be interesting to do an episode where you look at like his old cowboy comics and then look at Rio. Yes. Tarzan. Dennis comic. Another Three Little Pigs. That's a weird one. Such weird art. You know, yeah. like this is so divorced from like what you're getting out of those New York studios. <laughs> War of the Worlds, H. E. Wells. Classics illustrated, I'm assuming. That must be a text that's in public domain, right? Yeah. So anybody could be doing that. Robinson Caruso. Marvel would do some of those like literary Adaptations. Right. Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> Rin Tin Tin. Canine Cop. You remember watching that <laughs> shit on Family Channel? <laughs> no, but I remember the name. <laughs> Rin Tin Tin Canine Cop was like a re it was like the 80s. Right, of course. Not not hard to imagine. What is that? Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy reprint. reprint, yeah. That's cool as fuck, man. Wonder who's doing that. Harvey? Yeah, Harvey. 1954. Those are new comics? Those aren't reprints. These are reprints. Are they? Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's Chester Gold. That's neat. I like seeing those in uh, on newsprint and in color. Mm -hmm. That's a dense comic. Dazzler joint. You always look for like if Paul Chadwick's drawing any of these. Alfredo Alcala horror. That's pretty good. Giant rats. Marvel two and one with uh, Wonder Man. Moby Duck. Some kind of Archie spinoff. Yeah. Ed Hannigan, man. He's an artist I like a lot. Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. What issue? 183. Marv Wolfman on the writing chops there. Jerry Conway. Ross Andrews. Amazing Spider-Man-ish. Phantom Stranger. A lot of Phantom Stranger in here. Kazar. With Herb Trimpey. Tom Sutton would be a good anchor for that kind Kazar. of thing. Kazar. Yeah, Kazar. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long time. We gotta check it, check in with Uncle Uncle Ron. That's true. Sergeant Fury, John Severin. Nice on the drawn chores here. It's funny how he like was typecast to uh, genre. You know, always doing this army shit. We looked at a DC army book and 
looking at a Marvel uh, army book. Dudes had their lanes. Also, if you're really good at it, why you know why would you ever get out? Yeah, here's another Severin uh, DC army book with, with the losers. I don't know who does this one. That's a sweet that, panel. That's Severin. But it's, it's interesting because I didn't mm, fill the Severin right there. George that's Evans. Damn, nice this too. is an EC comic. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Fucking EC comic right here. X-Men Adventures from the animated series, the adaptations. They would always get like some new goofball to like give it a shot. It's so weird to see them like um, kind of aping that 90s style. Trying. Trying their damnedest, man. Justice League 71. The Martian Manhunter always look whack. Just a bald dude. You just paint him green. But they just draw him straight up without that big brow. I wonder when that was invented. An Archie comic. It's almost the, uh, Veronica. a whole character with the big brow and he's green. Treg and the Sky Gods, 76. Who's the artist on that? Uh, I think they're keeping it mum. I like that. I like that splash page. Western Publishing. Mm -hmm. Whoa, look at that transformation, dude. Yeah. That's good shit. The Corsican Brothers by Alexander Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like it could be an old one. Cats and Jammer Kids. This looks old as fuck. I always wonder, like, are these coming out of collections that Ides is picking up? You know, because, like, they're old and destroyed. It feels like something, like, they found a room and cleaned it out, and this yeah. is what was in there. Right. And you can always kind of almost, like, profile, like, the people. But they keep churning. They do, You know, like, yeah. you go down there in a couple months, they'll have another box of these. I know. I had, There's one there that I bought. They just know Ed's coming to town. I bet they buy collections, and some of them are just, like, garbage, and that's what goes into the boxes. Yeah. Stan Goldberg on that one. Huck Finn. Another one of those, um, these public domain properties where it's like whoever wants to do it, take a shot at it. Oh, uh, dude, is this Ditko? Conga? Charlton? I don't know about that. That looks Ditko-ish. No? Yeah. Yeah, there's That's a lot of Ditko-isms there. That's awesome, man. This is going in the pile. This is probably That's a Joe Gill guy. On the writing chores. Yeah, that's going in the... A date with Judy. 1957. So it's a wholesome date. <laughs> hey, Judy, ready? Ready? Ready for what, Oogie? What's Oogie a nickname of? Yeah, that's a good question, man. That's an old one. That was Classics Illustrated, right? I don't know. This is Little Brown. She. Published by arrangement with Little Brown. Look at company. how cool this splash is, man. Yeah, I like that. That's a weird looking comic. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> what the heck? Wow. Richard Dragon, Kung Fu Fighter. Olga Snyder, man. 
on Federal Street downtown. She would stamp all her shit on that. And this is old because her shit used to be 25 cents. So like this is <laughs> this is like even older. I was reading about her because I was curious. And the building she owned on Federal Street, it was like one of those crazy things. Like there was like an attic room like in the that she just like never bothered to unlock when she bought the building and eventually she did and it was like there was a, a picasso in there that'd do that'd be worth a few bucks yeah lone ranger comics a mike friedrich justice league of america batman carrying a uh, unconscious flash jungle jim kid colt outlaw larry lieber another dick tracy harvey comic presumably what they want for this one no price no price man ah uh, dude how fun is this with a ballpoint pen yeah i like that <laughs> <laughs> looks good more of that uh <laughs> jane Eyre. <laughs> you could pull out uh these literary adaptations there's probably probably past a dozen of these things oh yeah this might be the second Three Musketeers. Yeah, I feel like that one lends itself. George Evans on the Three Musketeers. That's cool. Dagar the Invincible. Western Which of these Hill. dudes enjoyed doing Three Musketeers more than like the whatever hack job you'd get at DC? You know, yeah. Aquaman. Right. Wouldn't you rather do Three Musketeers than Aquaman? Ah, uh, man. <laughs> so the, the, re choice. the reference, the reference of that shit. Ogden Whitney, Two Gun Kid. Wow. Written and drawn. It's got to be near the end of his uh, his run. I'm going to put that one to the side. Joe Manili. But this is raw Joe Manili. This ain't the good stuff. Gene Colan, super old. That speaks to his career length. Yeah. Wow, I'd never pick that out as Gene Colan, I don't think. Not me neither, man. Bob Swift. 1981 Justice League comic. Old Super Superboy from 60. This is another thing where you, you might you might be reading a Jim Shooter comic in Adventure Comics 273. That's worth looking into. Cayenne, the saddlebag. So many westerns. Two Gun Kid. Challenges of the Unknown. Jack Sparling. That's a name that would come up in those old. All right, man, we're in the home stretch. A Rick Estrada Super Friends. Ooh, got an Iron Fist, man. Is that Byrne? John Byrne, of course. Issue 8. Tarzan. Jesse Marsh. I'm going to really have to give those a read. Yeah, you get on uh, Beto's bad side and keep <laughs> <know>. trashing him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talk about reprints and how everybody does terrible jobs. That Dark Horse Jesse Marsh reprint is one of the great reprints. That's cool. A Gene Autry comic. Unknown Soldier. Mm. You, see, you see the Q-Bird on this, like... As editor, he was like touching that shit with his own ink pen. It's a lot of Qbert. Yeah, a Are lot you of sure them that's have not that. a Qbert issue. I'm not. I mean that that feels like Qbert through and through. It does. 
Yeah, no. That's wild that, that, that if that's not him. Yeah, no credit. His name would be on, I mean, uh, Enemy Ace. Let's see what that is. Joe Cooper on that piece. Yeah, weird. Because, like, that feels like him, but this doesn't. Yeah, this doesn't either. Yeah. Yeah, he'll just put his pen down on, on shit. That unknown soldier art, though, looked like him. Yeah, so much. Completely. Alex Nino. Marvel 2 and 1 with the Yancey Street Gang, Chick Stone <laughs> on the arts. With that. House of Secrets. Old House of Secrets with those like weird like atomic age looking yeah, right. goofball. <laughs> Dude, I think there's at least three copies of this, man. Yeah, that's if you not want. the first one we've seen. Star Hawkins. Like, when you see something like this, you just know it's an Ogden Whitney comic. Mm -hmm. You just know it is. To Slay a Demon. Ghost Rider. Gil Kane, Jim Shooter, Daredevil comic. I'm going to pull that one and, and give that a read. Yeah, that looks really good. This might introduce Deadpool. I mean, not Deadpool. Uh, Blue Bullseye. That'd be that's, cool. That's a real old Bullseye. That's a good looking comic. This is like a... Oh, dude, it's Howard Chaykin. Interesting. Super old Howard Chaykin. Howard Chaykin Christmas comic. Yeah, I'm a fuck with that. <laughs> I'm going to fuck with this. And now, Nino, that's a good comic. I'm, let's go into the side. Kaluta. Wow, that's neat. That spider panel's really good looking. Yeah, another, another, uh, Chaykin. Super young. That's pretty cool, early Chaykin. Yeah, I'm going to pull that. Fleischer, Jonah Hex. Oh, we're in the Michael Fleischer territory, man. See, asking you, you shall see, receive. been looking for it. Here's that Jack Davis cowboy comics, like when he's just like, oh, you don't pay as good as DC did. I'll give you your money's worth. We should do a Jack Davis because I have one where it's like a masked guy, like a superhero, but it's a Western. Yeah, I have one uh, that I got from the last round where it's a cowboy thing, but like the guy finds like a gin, uh, a genie kind of character. Boom. Also, the thing that comes out of this is mix. thoroughly washing your hands after this. You can feel it, right? Yes. You can feel it. Probably should have wore masks for this episode. Yep, man. Listen, man, maybe we just uh, vaccinated ourselves. We made our system stronger. <laughs> we'll see tomorrow. Ringo Kid. And we end with uh, Spider-Man 220. Bob McCloud. Art and lettering. That's a combination you don't often see. No, it's true. So there it is, K-Favors. Hope you guys kept things up in the comments because we need to know uh, what we what we don't know. You know, we looked at we looked at a nice cross section of the history of comics here, man. There's a lot to annotate there. Jimmy, you good to go? Yes. This stuff poops me out, man. K-Favors, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, Jimmy? Hulk Grand Design Monster and Hulk Grand Design Madness are both in comic shops now. Pick those up. It's my retelling of the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk, perfect for longtime Hulk fans or first-time Hulk comic readers. And join me on Patreon.com slash Jim Rugg.
Red Room trigger warnings issue number one and two on the stands as we speak. Three is forthcoming. If it's not on the stands right now, murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game in Red Room comics. Uh, banned in 26 countries, banned in 10 comic shops. But if you look hard enough, you're going to be able to find it. If you'd like to read these comics before they hit paper, hit my Patreon up, patreon.com slash edpiscor. Three bucks for the archive there. You can hit my link tree up to order, pre-order, and check out the... Uh, the, the Patreon. What else do we have, Jim? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. That's another good way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Jimmy, give them the marching orders. We'll be on our way. Read more comics. And wash your hands afterward.